I'm the Velvet Snatch, and welcome to the final episode of our special series all about DragCon UK, where we go over the wonderful queens that we got to speak to and get exclusive interviews with. I'm here for the final time in this special series, but I'm probably going to have to see them again. It's Thotter Stew. If only it would be more than a week until we see each other again. <laughs> I can't get rid but of you. <laughs> yes, we can't get rid of each other. We are stuck, and we have been for far too many years. <laughs> For you know, it's been several of them so far. We have had fun, but these are going to be a nightmare to edit because of the absolute chaos of our recollections about DragCon. <laughs> Speaking of absolute chaos, Jim Bunny Glenn, how are you doing? I'm emotional. <laughs> the final episode! And fell off the cruise ship. <laughs> Just like the second and third. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been that long since the last episode, Glenn? So I joined. So yeah. So I give birth to not my baby. Um, <laughs> Is that what you've called it? Then yeah. Yeah, then not I'm my baby. My fifth husband. I met him. <laughs> he left me to go back to his wife when he learned I did not have a vagina. Then I met my sixth one, who in fact turned out to be my cousin. Bit of therapy. Joined a cult. Cleansed, and now we've <laughs> moved on from that. Seventh husband, Val, tell your dad I'll send him his things. Eighth <laughs> one, fell off the cruise ship. Wow, so uh, you've been busy. Go. Yeah. <laughs> that in, was, in yeah. several that... years. <laughs> that's, that's been a good 30 minutes. <laughs> well spent, Glenn. <laughs> and that was all just by walking through the eagle. <laughs> <laughs> of course, referring to the infamous bar, the eagle in Newcastle. Now... This is a very special episode, so we've decided to end on an absolute high. We got to speak to some of the winners from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, who's the first person we're going to speak to, Glenn? That here. queen. Who is that person? <laughs> yeah, the, oh. okay, just me. Uh. <laughs> speak to, what is it? We're in cities, near you. <laughs> speak to boss. <laughs> Serious no, I don't it's Envy Peru. It's Envy Peru. <laughs> right, Envy Peru. You know which season Envy won? Yes, season one of Holland. Just checking. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um... Is Holland famous for <clears throat> clogs? <laughs> don't don't go there. Don't don't, don't do this. Don't Clogging in at number one. It's Envy Peru. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I'm pinching that. I'm pinching it. <laughs> it's not top of the pops, Glenn. <laughs> right, let's take it from one. there. Come on. Okay, go cool, go. Cool. So. Who's the first queen that we're going to speak to, Glenn? Well, clogging in at number one, it's Envy <laughs> Peru. You said you wouldn't do that segue. <laughs> I hate you so much. I, I have to say, Envy Peru is, you felt like you were with greatness. And it was a bit weird for me because I'd never seen Envy Peru perform live. And then when we were chatting to the wonderful guys from the Drag Race podcast, they'd really bigged Envy up when we were at the after party on, was it day one, I think? Yeah, and they were just like, oh, Envy Peru is absolutely amazing. She's absolutely one of our favorites. And then actually meeting them, you just like, yeah, actually, you know, like they're an absolute star and their performance at the after party now. Wow, that is that is how you do a stand and sing. It's that difference between like, you know, it was a track that didn't have many edits in it, but she owned the stage. Everyone, no one's eyes ever left her and absolutely iconic. What did you think, Stu? It, it wasn't even the performance that did it for me. That was amazing. But the thing that did it for me was when Envy came into the room, made time for every single person. It was introducing yourself. And this was the winner. This was a winner walking into the room and going, hi, I'm making time for every single person standing in this queue waiting for me. 
introducing myself, and she, you'll hear it in the interview. But she smelled amazing. Like again, <laughs> what is back, it with you sniffing was, queens? Look, if someone takes the time to smell amazing, I will compliment. You've already got a restraining this, this, order from Lady Camden, and now you're just sniffing Envy Peru. Look, I'm collecting them like Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> You know, if Michelle's facade can get an almost cease and desist from Madonna, I'm gonna get an almost cease and desist from the drag queen. Uh, but no, Envy was lovely. You know, we did it, it. We didn't even get to the interview before we discovered how nice a person Envy was going to be. So, well, by the time we got to the front of the queue, which was quite a long queue, it was just like sitting down with a friend already. Yeah. You know? I, I, really I think Envy Peru was one of those interviews where it could have gone off the rails. Like it could have, if we weren't conscious, it could have lasted for 20 minutes and we could have just been chatting to her about every single little thing. And so yeah. it was kind of good that we were able to kind of be professional, but also at the same time be like, oh my God, it's Envy Peru. If I looked like Envy Peru, I don't think I would ever shower. Like I'd want to have like a human skin sized lamination. Just to steer that, like, wow. <laughs> what? Like, oh, so pretty. I want to be that pretty. I, I, I am that pretty. She, no. You'll never be that pretty. <laughs> You'll never keep dreaming. And that was what 40 inches of hair looks like. Can we just be clear? Let's just agree. <laughs> yes, that's, that is 40 human hair inches right there. That's it. Like, check Absolutely. out this interview on our YouTube channel just for how amazing Envy looked and how amazing that hair was. And what 40 inches looks like. <laughs> you know, I'd be happy with one inch of hair if I'm perfectly honest, but there we go. With no further ado, here's our interview with Envy Peru. Oh, that rhymed. Oh, 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 girl. Hello there. I'm the Velvet Snatch, and who am I sitting with here but none other than the sensational Envy Peru, winner of Drag Race Holland. How are you doing, my dear? I'm doing good, my dear. Are you enjoying DragCon? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I've, I've, I'm having a blast. It has been so nice, and we are, we are uh, here since Wednesday, and I cannot believe that this is like the last few hours it's of DragCon. has been crazy. Um, but I've been loving every moment, you know, it's just seeing RuPaul finally like up close, you know, that was my first time, you know, we didn't have Ru yeah. RuPaul like in our season. So when, uh, with him, when he cut the ribbon, I was like, oh, that's oh. how she looks. She's so <laughs> bloody tall. Yeah, so tall. <laughs> that's it. I'm really pleased because I finally at the after show last night got to see you perform for the first time like live. And that was phenomenal. Like, oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Kylie Minogue. I, I did. I, I've done slow, the Infinity version. Uh, slow, uh, love to love me, baby. And Kylie Minogue is one of my favorite artists ever. I think because of Kylie Minogue, I discovered that I was gay. You know, when I, when I heard "Can't Get You Out of My Head," it's like, yep. And my my dad said, you know, that's a gay icon, right? And so, oh, is it? <laughs> and so, okay, well, then it was really queer. <laughs> really, yeah, quickly. <laughs> clear that I was queer. <laughs> dad, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> it's more like yeah. your dad told you, wasn't it? It's like, by the way, that artist you really love. Have you got something to tell me? Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have a gay son. <laughs> no, so yeah, I, I, I love uh, doing Kylie songs. Yeah. It was amazing. It was, yeah. I was there for it as well. Like, I think I was a little bit late to the after show party, but we walked in and caught you and it was ideal. It was cool, huh? That the after show party was like so... It lovely was... to see all the queens all the winners all the winners yeah. like lining up also backstage just seeing each other just lining up there's a wow this is pretty cool it's amazing yeah i have a super important question for you oh. which i didn't have until you walked in the room oh um 
You smell amazing. Oh, thank you. What is it you are wearing? <laughs> I wear Diptyque. You know Diptyque, the brand? Diptyque? Yeah. It's, um, this is the Orphean. Orphean. Yeah, Everyone. I got, that was like a tip of Nikki Tutorials. She wears yeah. the Orphean as well from Diptyque and I bought it. I was like, ah, oh, it's amazing. And it's, it's just one bottle a month, baby. <laughs> yeah. Every month a new one. <laughs> one bottle a day. Yeah. <laughs> So obviously you won Drag Race Holland, but we wanted to ask, was there any challenges that you've seen on other seasons that you didn't get to do that you might have wanted to, or any challenge that you'd like to redo from your season? Um, ooh, that's a good one. Well, we didn't have like a sewing challenge in our season because um, the, 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 the sewing machines broke. So we, yeah, so for a lot of queens, we're very happy with that. But um, I would love something. Yeah, I would love to show something to create something. You know. So yeah, for our next season, maybe in the future, I would love to do a sewing challenge. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good excuse for an all winners too, right? Maybe, maybe, mm, if something maybe. Were, something were to ever come they, up. Yeah. You know? Well, they might have me on their radar. I don't know, baby. Ooh, well, we, we hope they do. <laughs> so obviously, with not just winning, but just drag in general, you've done a lot of touring. Is yeah. there anywhere in the world outside of obviously your homeland mm -hmm. that has just struck you? You know, somewhere that you love. Oh, uh, Peru. Peru. Yeah, of course. You know, so um, doing. Um, I think this, no, no, yeah, it was last year. Uh, in February, I went to Peru for the first time to do a show. And uh, the people received me with so much love there. And uh, for me, it's even more special because this is, this is my people. This is my culture, you know, this is my country. And uh, the venue was full and packed and people went wild. So that's for sure one of the most memorable shows that I've done until now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, are there any big plans for 2023? Yes, darling. There are a lot of plans. I'm not going to spill anything, you know, because I really believe in keeping it as a secret. Um, and then just surprise the people when it comes out. But uh, no, I'm not done yet. There's so much more to come. <laughs> uh, exciting. Is there anything that you can promote then? So something that's maybe not a little bit secretive. Have you got anything that you'd like to promote? Uh... Hmm, that, that sounds like a miss but you know, the things that we have, I cannot talk about. <laughs> surprised you. Oh, yes, you surprised me. Well, you know, we in Amsterdam and in Rotterdam have like a very cool residency. It's called the Amsterdam Drag Show and the Rotterdam Drag Show. So whenever you are in Holland, in Amsterdam or Rotterdam, make sure to see us. It's Vanessa van Cartier, Jane J.K. is there, Abby, oh my God, Seda Jean, like all the Dutch uh, drag race girls. So... Yeah, I would recommend that one. <laughs> oh, thank you so yeah. much for speaking to us, Envy. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for ma making time for me. I thank loved it. Anytime. I love speaking with you. Envy Peru again. I wish I was that pretty. Made me that pretty. But that's why she was the winner of season one of Drag Race Holland. Exactly. Now, speaking of winners, we got into a few more winners. A oh, uh, winner episode. Exactly. Another winner on our winners episode. <laughs> Who would have thought? So we got to speak to winner of season three UK, Crystal Versace. I was really excited because I just read before DragCon about Crystal talking about how after winning Drag Race UK season three, she actually kind of got a bit of a brain fart that lasted a while and just didn't know what to do next and where to take their drag. And then she just came to DragCon, had a beautiful stall, and then actually told us all of our, about our amazing plans that are coming up, which, well, I would say, but now we, it means you won't listen to the podcast. So you're going to have to listen and find out. <laughs> but yes, what did you think of Crystal uh, Stew? 
I thought Crystal was bloody beautiful, first and foremost. <laughs> like, I mean, you saw it on the show, and you've seen it on the Instagram, but it's always different when you see someone in person. And you always want to know, like, oh, is it is it really that good up close? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, still knows how to pain. And a really nice person, which obviously, if you've watched the season, you know, you might not have the greatest opinion of Crystal as a person. Not a necessarily bad one, but on the show, people get edited. They don't always come across the right way. You need to meet Crystal to understand that Crystal is actually really lovely. just just beautiful in person and really interesting. Uh, you know, it was a nice little chat, I feel. I've, I wasn't part of the conversation. I was videoing it. But I was vigilant it with a smile on my face. It's like, oh, that's good. It's nice. Yeah. I think Crystal's one of those people where they're so glamorous. Like, they, they've got such a beautiful look about them. But it's a look where they don't tend to smile that often. So when you're used to seeing them on Instagram and stuff, you kind of go, oh, they seem like a really cold person because it's this really stark kind of beautiful drag. And then in person, you're like, oh, actually, you're really nice. You know, it was a bit uh, jarring. And their booth, they had they had a booth where they had like four mannequins dressed up. And so it was like the idea of they were kind of blending in with these mannequins. But I remember on day one walking past and there was a fan outside it freaking out at these mannequins. Just at how inherently horrifying mannequins are. And I just thought, like, you know, I don't know. I think that's pretty iconic, really, managing to freak people out with your booth. Hey, if she teamed up with Tia Coffee's booth, that would be a killer doctor who ever saw it. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) it. Oh, that'd be amazing. Crystal Versace is a Doctor Who villain. But it's strange you mentioned that about that, because I, I remember, you know, when Chorizo was going wild after season three had aired and she was getting all these gigs and doing all this stuff. And then sort of, you know, like you're saying, Crystal Versace was a bit like, oh, I don't quite know what to do. And everyone else was sort of busying away or whatever. And she was the winner and she wasn't quite sure where to go. I think sometimes when you are that young and that new to the career, it is quite daunting when you're then like shit i won now what do i do with this <laughs> yeah well i won as a teenager what do i do now <laughs> so here you go here's our interview with drag race uk season three winner crystal versace oh girl it's me glenn here with velvet snatch our glamorous mic stand for the day because she lost her voice and we are here with Crystal Versace. Hello. Hi, baby. It's the KV. How are you feeling? Very good, thanks. How are you? I'm very good. I'm happy to be here. Are you having a good uh, drag con? Yeah, it's great. Um, we've one second day. I've just got here, basically. So, yeah, bring on the day. Let's get it rolling. Let's turn it out. We've got a lot of shit to do today. <laughs> so, after a very successful season on UK Drag Race, is there any challenges that you would ever want to redo again? Um, I would definitely redo Snatch Game, um, would have a different approach next time, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what's been your favourite city to visit so far while touring? Ooh, I mean, I had so much fun in the States. Um, I love me some New York. It really does do shit for me. So yeah, I'd say New York is definitely up there for me. Um, and Sydney was really good. Had a lot of fun in Sydney. Very nice. Um, what's 2023 got um, to hold for you as well? Um, 2023 is going to be an exciting one. We're switching up the game. Um, we're going to come out with some, we're going to work on some music. We're going to work on some makeup, some 
fierce content because Lord knows that I'm really bad at it and we're gonna show the girls how to get this face um, so yeah I'm gonna work on all that I'm gonna engage more with the fans and hopefully come up with some makeup as well Ooh. <laughs> I really can't wait for the music because I am the biggest like drag queen yeah. music fan ever I've got a whole list oh yeah it's <laughs> of gonna just be constant like drag race queens and their songs so oh baby you will love my shit then oh well thank you very much and i hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend thank you so much enjoy yeah so isn't crystal just lovely guys one of the people that we ne- i didn't expect to interview if i'm honest i didn't think we'd be interviewing crystal at any point that weekend don't know why i didn't but and i liked that quite a lot of people ran towards crystal as well because, you know, giving someone the opportunity to show their actual personality is great. Not everyone gets that chance after Drag Race. Speaking of personalities, probably one of the funniest interviews uh, that we did, maybe by accident funny, was our next winner, which was the winner of Canada Season 3, Miss Giselle. What was the surname? <laughs> Look, look, I... The, okay, guys, there's a big joke because everyone thought that I'd forgotten who Giselle Lullaby was. However, it was the fact of I wasn't sure if she just goes by Giselle now or if you use the full name. But I asked that in front of her and... No, you tried to ask me it in front of her and she answered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> and then after that, we sat down with Giselle where she spent about 10 minutes laughing at the fact that Velvet sounded like a... <laughs> broken radio <laughs> it was God. so bad because because what we had is like you know me me not being able to speak properly and everyone else just kind of went oh i'm so you know i'm so sorry and giselle was just doing the voice herself and taking the piss and it was absolutely hilarious i think val you would have made a cracking amount of money if you just like walked around like for a pound a week i can get my voice back just fill my cup <laughs> this is begging like drag queens in need you can sponsor a bald drag queen with no voice now for just one ninety nine. The problem is I wouldn't be able to ask people I know, because as we saw with Chozza, like, she, she was overjoyed that I'd lost my bloody voice. Isn't there, like, some hero or somebody who loses their hair and then loses something else as well? Well, Samson. Do you mean, do you yeah, mean like, the, the legend of Samson the where when his hair yeah. gets cut, he loses all of his powers? Well, yeah, I've already lost that. The voice is the last thing I've got left, Glenn. <laughs> But yes, we got to speak to the amazing Giselle Lullaby. And while we're joking about it now, she was absolutely wonderful in person. She was so nice. And it was, it felt, if I'm perfectly honest, it felt a bit weird having such like a personal joke with someone, like when they are a winner of a season of RuPaul's Drag Race. But I don't know. I think and- it said a lot about her that she was so personable and so much, so kind. A fresh winner, might we add. Like she still had new trophy smell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bringing up smells again. See, it wasn't me this time. (laughs) Before this gets far too difficult to segue, here's our interview with Giselle Lullaby. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Hello there. I'm the Velvet Snatch, and I'm here with the fantastic winner of Canada's Drag Race, Giselle Lullaby. How are you doing, my dear? Oh, my God. I'm leaving the dream. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's amazing for real. I love DragCon UK. It's amazing. Amazing. I thought it was DragCon, but no, it's just DragCon. <laughs> Maybe next year it will. Yeah. You've started something. I'm waiting now. on it. Yeah, make a trend. Put it on Twitter. Yeah. yeah that's right. There's a few DragCons here. Yeah. So, you know, it's just. Not a lot. Not a lot. I was looking for a DragCon, but they're all so sweet. <laughs> oh, I, I think that might be, uh, you know, later at night. But, yeah. yeah. We'll see them later. 
when you get a few drinks, the true color will come out. Is that not the after party though? Yeah, I'm that's waiting where, for it. That's where all the action goes, yeah. isn't it? So one thing we wanted to ask you though is if you could redo any of the challenges from the competition or challenges that weren't in the competition, what would they be? Oh, I would have dreamed to do a makeover because um, my season was filmed in the full-on COVID uh, moment, so they cancel it. So um, yeah, I would love because I'm a really good makeup artist, I'm a really good hairdresser, and I'm a really good stylist. So I would have fun to just play with a doll. <laughs> I love playing with dolls. So yeah, it's been quite a common answer actually because a lot of the queens recently haven't been able to do the makeover yeah. challenge, and that is one of the most fun ones, especially when you watch UK season three and uh, season four. Sorry, and they've had, you know, they were they were doing the the queen helpers. Yeah, like can we get more of that? That's can we simple. Do just. Take the crew, but if you take the crew, you need other people to be the crew. That's true. That's the thing. And with COVID, this is disgusting. So yeah, I would love to just. I mean, maybe all winners too. Yeah. You know. I wish. Things. I'm just putting in the air. Wow, wow presents, please. Thank yeah, you. Hi. <laughs> I won. So, but obviously, from being on the show, you've had a you know little tour of the world. Yeah, know? yeah. I went to Australia. I went all around Canada. I went to Chicago. I went everywhere. And which one's been your favorite though? Um, I really enjoy Australia. That was really cool, though, because I had time to visit yeah. and look around. And as a <laughs> poor French Canadian boy before, <laughs> uh, I didn't travel that much. So it's amazing for me to just have the chance to go around the world and just discover this amazing franchise. And what other people get to, to discover you as well. And that's, yeah, exactly. That's what's important. It was I mean. crazy for me. I just won in two weeks after people were screaming my name in Australia. Yeah. Like, who am I? Famous. Uh, it's me. <laughs> the winner. Exactly. But oh, yeah, so, so cool, so cool. What does the rest of this year, because we're at the start of it now, so what are you planning on doing the rest of the year? Um, a lot of things. Um, I have a tour I'm going, doing while on the catwalk mm -hmm. in all around Canada, and, uh, I think at the end of spring. So it's going to be really cool uh, around March. It's going to be so much fun with Trinity, ID. Oh, uh, no, the cast is amazing. Silky will be there too. The absolute um, lip sync assassins of everything. I know, I know. And I'm going to be there too. And I think I am a lip sync assassin because oh, I, yeah. I killed everyone. I mean, you won. So <laughs> yeah, I won. It's so something, that, right? <laughs> I think. That is something right there. Everything, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's cute. So, is there anything that you'd like to promote while you're here, aside from the tour? Or um, no, if you come to Montreal, come see me. I'm still hosting at the Cabaret Meadow every Tuesday. I produce the show, so it's really fun. <laughs> it's called Full Giselle. It's about me, and I love myself. So you would love that. I mean, that 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 one drag queen once said something about you know if you can't love yourself, what was it? Um, um you can love somebody um, don't else. Don't come on drag race. Yeah, don't come on yeah. drag race. <laughs> but girl, there's a lot of girls that don't like her. Oh. <laughs> oh, they are liars. Terrible. They didn't oh. get the memo there. You're supposed to love yourself. Giselle, thank you so much for speaking to us. I'm just happy you can talk. <laughs> Finally. We're not. Oh, <laughs> but I love it. Just give you a more a so man crispy. vibe than you ever had before. I'm just so butch. I, I have this sexy voice. Hello, Hello there. I hear the devil. <laughs> I love it. Oh, beautiful. I'm just getting Such flashbacks of the interview. It was, it was so funny. Hello. Such a polite winner <laughs> who, who Velvet ignored the last name of. I did not ignore the last name. I, I thought she just went by Giselle. I was checking. Okay, it's what, just what the I, Velvet. 
The snatch. Usually I'm having to tell people that it's the velvet snatch, not just velvet snatch. And you've just decided to skip the snatch part. The velvet. <laughs> hey, my mum thought you were the Vivian on Dancing on Ice. So. <laughs> I love so that. When she texted me saying, oh, Glenn, I've just been watching Dancing on Ice and the velvet was so good as share. I'm like, my velvet's not that talented, mother. Yeah, but like the, the the clue that she might be wrong is that dancing is involved. Yeah, you can't stand up on ice. The highest claim to fame Velvet Snatch will ever get is being compared to the Vivian. <laughs> well, mixed up for the Vivian by my mother. Thanks, autocorrect. Moving anyway, swiftly on. So. Obviously, the interview was quite fun, but I think my favourite part of it was not only did she kind of just take the piss out of it all the way through, <laughs> it was when we saw her later in the day, and she just ran up to you. It's like, how's your voice now? <laughs> like like a cheap barmaid who smokes 50 a day, trying to get a bit of cash out of someone behind the bar. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. That is an icon right there. I, I freaking love Giselle. We need what her for like a full breakdown interview, like chin chat. Just a full breakdown, full stop. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm overdue a breakdown after all these episodes. We'll all just sit here and wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, just like the pterodactyl outro for the Tyabedians. <laughs> so actually, line this one up quite nicely because we're saying, you know, Giselle, recent winner, and Canada, who won Canada versus the world? Was it Raja O'Hara? And is that the final interview of our interviews for this season? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's ask Glenn like it's a quiz. What do you think, Glenn? (laughs) Think of what? Okay. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it was, it was. It was the fabulous Raja O'Hara. Now, she was an absolute star and she looked so amazing in person. It was, I don't know, I think it was... I felt a bit awed being around Raja O'Hara, and I'm I'm not entirely quite sure why. She just has that kind of presence, I think. It's a, it's a lot of personality. It's like a ball of energy mm. and then a ball of beauty that have been combined, and it looks like combust at any time. It feels like that kind of thing. And Raja is high energy as well. You know, we've seen it on the show. You've seen it in any clips outside the show. You cannot be unenthusiastic around Raj O'Hara and that's really exciting because you know I think at some points during the day we're all getting a little bit like hey we need to take a break and then Raj walks in the room and be like nope Mm-mm. refuel the batteries <laughs> they truly had a voice that filled the room and I genuinely don't think there was an answer that she didn't sing to oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. everything was oh my oh my god <laughs> and then what happened was ooh <laughs> That is the worst impression I've ever heard, Glenn. <laughs> Maybe slightly, slightly better. Just a tiny bit. Can we throw some auto-tune on the podcast? Is that possible? It's going to take oh, more anyway, than auto-tune yeah. to help Glenn. So rather than listen to these two mugs, mock my voice, let's go to Raja O'Hara and listen to her interview. To you, Raja. Oh, 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 o
So it feels amazing, but it's absolutely new. Uh, I think the thing that really made me know that I won was when I went home for Christmas and my family showered me with so much love and they actually fanned girl for me and was like crying and my aunt did a crowning ceremony for me at home for Christmas. So that was amazing. That's, that was, that's been like the moment that made me know I actually won. But now being at DragCon and being able to see and interact with some of the fans and to hear how they've connected with my story and my journey on Drag Race is so special. So I'm just trying to take it all in, trying to keep my makeup intact, cause baby, y'all got me out here emotional, honey. <laughs> I wanted to ask, like, obviously it's going to expand, but like either so far or like coming up, like, what's your favorite city that you visited so far? Ooh, through I, drag. I cannot pick one. <laughs> I've been some amazing places, like Tel Aviv, like. Uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Brazil showed so much love. They always say, come to Brazil. And baby, they treat you like a queen. Before I was even a queen, they would treat you like a queen. Mm -hmm. But everywhere I go, I absolutely fall in love with the place just because I get to interact with people yeah. that really enjoy what we do. And you know, when people create safe spaces for you to show up and show out and be comfortable in your own skin and to do what you love, that's, the, that's like home. So, out of all your series on Drag Race, what's been your favourite challenge ever to date? <laughs> oh, my favourite challenge to date, I would have to say, is episode one of All Star 6, my talent show, where I sewed a dress in a minute. <laughs> Just because, you know, huh, you got to let them know what you can do. Quick, Hannah. <laughs> and we say I did it in a minute, but it was actually 20 seconds. <laughs> you just slowed down to not make people look bad. No, I had 30 seconds to slip the dress on. Oh, <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Roger. Thank you, girl. We love you. I'd rather be somewhere else. <laughs> I'd rather be anywhere away from you guys. I'd rather finally say this is the last episode. <laughs> Well, I think that's a great note to end on, personally. Full of energy, really, really good bit of fun. You know, we got to interview what at the time I think was the latest winner. So what more can we ask for? But that's the end, the end of this special season. Can you believe it? We've finally made it through. We've only <laughs> had several seconds recording the intervals for these episodes. <laughs> Glenn's had but many divorces between all of them. Many. Yeah, I've just, you... I've just matched with husband 12 on Tinder. <laughs> Bloody hell. Someone needs to calm him down. And he's not even open grinder. God knows what's happening there. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us for our interviews throughout DragCon UK 2023. It's been a lot of fun actually reminiscing about all of this because we're a couple of weeks later now. And it's great looking back because I remember at the time it was a lot of work. Like Drag DragCon honestly was a lot of work, speaking to a lot of people, keeping cheerful for the whole day, early starts to get into drag and rushing around, making sure that we got to speak to the right people at the right times and making sure that we got to see everyone's booths. So it's quite nice being able to look back and be like, oh, we had some awesome times and that was really great. <laughs> I loved it. I can't, I can't wait to go back. You know, yes, it was a little bit of hard work, but other than being absolutely mentally and physically draining by the end of it. The rest of it was positive, you know? And now we've got some lovely memories that our therapists can help us get rid of when we fall out after season one slash two slash three slash four of the podcast, depending <laughs> on what decides it is. 
And that's your lot. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special season. We'll be back with Girls Season 4 soon. With that being said, RuPaul's DragCon UK took place at Excel London from 6th to the 8th of January 2023. Tickets are on sale for RuPaul's DragCon LA right now. One, two, three. Get, Get fucked. Up. Oh, 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 oh,